next years are going to see a very strong wave of design created by optimistic, young, and creative, ambitious designers. This is Unplugged, a series of conversations with creative minds from the design industry and beyond, hosted by H&H. Mr. Adam Tiani, founder and principal, and Alessia Genova, managing partner of Tiani Design. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Alessia. Thank you for being with us. How are you doing today? Good morning, Matteo. We're doing great. Ciao, Matteo. Doing good here. How are you? Sun is shining. It's a little, it's not that warm, but it's a beautiful day in New York City. So here we are. Good to know, and thank you again for being with us today. How does the typical quarantine day look like to you? Have you discovered any new passion maybe these days? Um, well, I'll start. Well, I, I'm typically a, a creature of habit, so um, I get up very early. I um, review the work that the designers uh, send and put online, and um, I talk to sort of... Uh, my team, predominantly with Alessia, who is really uh, managing the the day-to-day operations of uh, working from home. She's the the frontline responder, as we call it. You know, we follow the details, FaceTime with everybody, what we can during the day, so it's not, you know, anything unusual. On a personal level, I try to find um, at least an hour, an hour and a half, uh, during the day to take a master class. Actually, my son, uh, Bram, turned me on to this, uh, this uh, program. Uh, it's, uh, you know, you can download the app and you can take master classes with some of the most amazing people in, on, on the planet, the most accomplished. So right now, um, I'm spending a little bit of time with Paul Krugman, mm-hmm. who is the um, Nobel laureate economist. I'm trying to learn a little bit economy and see if I can figure out how this thing is going to end, on which side. But <laughs> So that's on the on, on a personal level. The nights, of course, are, are dedicated to cooking, I mean, big time. I finally and mastering uh, the art of making brioche because wow. I, I miss I miss Paris so I, I bake brioches all the time so we have enough for the whole neighborhood here so Ali did you discover any new passion as Adam I also have uh, my daily routine which uh, I try to don't really change it I had to adapt it of course during this time so you know I usually like um, wake up morning like early and I do like to exercise just to start the day and now I mean I had to turn my living room in a kind of fitness place gym uh, which is probably gonna stay forever like this I think but then I always uh, try to you know get ready like every morning if I have to go to the office the same and then um, at nine o'clock actually we meet when I say we I meet uh, with uh, um, with the team with uh, the entire office on zoom and I have to be honest I think like this actually is becoming like the favorite moment of uh, of the day because um, we are a small team we are like um, we are not like a, such a big team so it's easy to you know everyone share their like uh, 
private moment, whatever you did the night before, like, or early in the morning or a joke or something. So it's becoming a moment that I use to kind of connect, like, in a personal level. I also obviously, like, you know, discuss some of the uh, schedule for the day because uh, uh, schedule, like, uh, me managing an office from home is a bit different. But... Um, is a, is a very nice moment because every morning before you know we then we leave for like uh, to work on our uh, routine from home we always share like a quote and it's something that uh, everyone each morning like everyone share a different quote it's something that is personal is something that is uh, uh, just uplifting positive just to start like on you know with the right foot every morning and uh, also in the evening we always uh, uh, close the day on the same way i mean we meet again like at 5 5 15 5 30 for 15 minutes and we just like you know um take a moment again to regroup so this is kind of something that I'm discovering because it's totally new. You know, before we used to go to the office, but uh, uh, we don't meet every morning. We just say hi, hi, hi. And then, you know, you meet one to one, not like as a group. So that is definitely something new as a team. And uh, personally, well, as Adam and I think as everyone else, I'm trying to spend uh, some more time in the kitchen because I do love cooking. But uh, in New York, it's basically impossible to find the time or to be at home in the evening. You're always uh, somewhere. So I'm enjoying that. And uh, I'm watching a little bit of TV, which is not something that usually I do. But uh, I do like uh, documentaries. So I'm starting to watch some of them. And uh, I watched one like a few days ago, which is amazing. I highly recommend it. As uh, inside, inside Bill's brain, decoding Bill Gates okay. is absolutely like interesting. Yeah, so, like three episodes, right? Yes, three episodes, one hour each. I mean, it is in this time then I really, really like, I loved it, enjoy. I think uh, it's a must to watch, yeah. Uh, we know that you both travel often far. How the fact that now you're stuck at home uh, has changed your perspective on time and travel? This is really the, the longest that I've been in one place without traveling. I mean, we've been, we've been working from home since uh, March 12th. Reflecting back, how much time uh, we spend on, not on travel, but uh, just even on preparation for travel. Booking flights, uh, discussing prices with airlines, negotiating this, stopovers, hotel booking, restaurants, you know, where we go. Then, you know, this incredible amount of time that you spend totally stressed out at airports. Uh, trying to go through 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 any airport, and then sometimes it's twice a day. So I, I'm sort of enjoying uh, the extra uh, hours and days that I actually have, that I don't have to be uh, to completely immersed in the business of travel and moving from one place to the next and what it takes. So you know, more time, more productivity for me. I'm perfectly happy with this. Yeah. Ali, you? Well, I mean, I have to be honest, I don't travel as much as Adam. It's very hard to match his schedule, not that you want to. But um, yes, definitely, you know, stay on, on the same place, actually in the same room, uh, like for so long is, is changing the, the perspective of time. 
Um, although I think my calendar is not much like lighter because I can see like every day two or three like Zoom call, team call, uh, house party call, video call, <laughs> phone call, whatever. So uh, it's pretty busy. But I think that um, we will uh, value maybe the time differently. We will uh, uh, spend and decide how to manage our time very differently after after this. And for now, I think I'm just you know as again if. I have uh, some extra time and trying to uh, improve like on on things that we never have the time to focus on and uh, yeah so try to use the best uh, like uh, the time that you have and we will probably not have any longer when we go back to our normal life so I take advantage. Adam I have a question for you uh, we are facing for sure an unexpected challenge but do you think that our pre-existing cultural and social developments has in a way or another allowed us to arrive ready and prepared to this challenge or have we all completely caught off guards? You know, frankly, I don't think everybody was caught off guard. I mean, a lot of companies have been doing business around the globe regularly, conducting business virtually, so the tools that uh, are at our disposal, as, as Alessia mentioned before, Zoom, and all of these tools have been used extensively for quite some time. Yeah, I think what really did catch us off guard is not being able to be with our own people yeah. physically, which, you know, typically you spend a day in your office with your colleagues, eight, ten hours a day together, face to face. Certain things... Uh, are so much easier to communicate face-to-face. -face. And suddenly this lack of human contact and the, the nuances that you can understand when you deal with people face-to-face -face are missing in the way we communicate. And I think to me, uh, th that is the challenge of how do we communicate through this equipment that we're talking about through now and still stay human and understand ourselves a little bit more than just uh, an, as an image on the screen, you know? We are talking about uh, digital tools, basically. By now, we understood uh, that uh, distances uh, and uh, geographical boundaries uh, are not keeping us disconnected from the world. But how is it possible to create the same level of empathy with your team on one side, with your clients, through a screen? If I may, I would like to sure. say a quote uh, by one of the greatest artists of all time, Pablo Picasso, who said that computers are useless because all they can give you are answers. In my opinion, I think that, you know, it's true. These days we have all the technology we need to communicate, um, you know, thanks to technology. I mean, we were able basically to move an entire office from one physical place to 15 places in probably less than two hours, like a couple of weeks ago. So we are not missing the technology and, and, uh, and the tools to communicate. But I don't think you can uh, recreate the same empathy that... Uh, you know, through the screen or through a phone that you have uh, when you have uh, a personal meeting or a face-to-face -face meeting is, is a little bit like in hospitality, right? Uh, when we travel, we go to any place, luxury hotel. Uh, and um, technology today is a great advancement. It creates such like a new uh, feature 
but it's not going to replace the great experience that uh, you have uh, with the service. So I don't think that uh, you know you can really um, replace it. But in these days, so I think that you know we can show our empathy anyway in different ways. We can um, you know take some action to support uh, by sharing like and. Uh, supporting a lot of cause so we can we can show our empathy not through a screen but with with action and and uh, with our behavior and uh, uh, in an emotional level like staying connected to the, our client to our team I mean family and friends so um, we, we have to use different tools I think than than just like the technology yeah I agree and you said also before something very interesting that these uh, days that you're meeting with your team through technological devices it's keeping connecting yourself and in a way or another this distance is making you as far as understood maybe a little bit more emotional than with a more empathic connection with your team in this case than being in physically in the office together yes that's uh, that's that's true i mean it, it creates like a, it's different, you know, you, you basically I think that in these days you are discovering more of a personal level of a person, like of, of the team, of the client. Also because, you know, right, even right now we are having this call, I mean, and uh, I never invite you to my place, but you are seeing my place, you know, I think uh, you necessarily like go to a personal and private level. So. Yeah, absolutely. We know that uh, Tiani Design, you work on both scale, product design and interior design, therefore architecture. Which one do you think will be more affected or influenced by this challenging time that we are living? The product design level or the architecture interior design? I think that, uh, you know, when we talk about uh, design, we talk about uh, process a process of uh, envisioning and planning as you said a space a building an object uh, transportation anything that is uh, user center and uh, in uh, in our opinion i mean functionality comes uh, before than aesthetic right so uh, is the user that becomes the focus of the design process and, and the thinking process. So whenever you design something, it is about uh, creating like a solution for, for people to respond to their needs. And um, the needs are different, you know, under different level, different circumstances. So I think that uh, design will be touched uh, on the different level in any scale. I mean, the object, the building, um, I mean, Adam, what... I'm looking at this moment as, as, a, as a moment that will change history. The arts in general as a big subject, and that will include architecture, interior design, furniture, all kinds of art, uh, poetry, music, so on and so forth. The arts in a broader sense uh, tends to be uh, particularly uh, strong and active during moments of crisis through the history. Um, there can be a great call for action, for change. Um, our priorities are being reorganized as we speak. Um, how would your workplace look like? The new workplace once this thing is over, how would your home look like? How would your favorite bar or restaurant look like and feel? What would be the priorities? Is it gonna be safety? 
comfort, convenience. One thing is for sure, the next uh, years are going to have see a very strong wave of design created by optimistic, young, and creative, ambitious designers. Whether it is the architecture, interiors, furniture, it's all through the arts. It's definitely going to get a huge boost. You mentioned that uh, uh, things will change and this moment is like historical, an historical moment. Another historical moment was uh, after Second World War, 70 years ago, and uh, great innovations, products, come to my mind, Vespa came out from that turning point for the world. Not, not just the Vespa, there's a lot of other stuff. This, this, this one, being Italian, that one came yeah. to my first. Do you think that we are living through a, turn, a turning point as much as it was 70 years ago, or we won't reach that level? I, I do think we're living in a turning point. It's a different kind of turning point. First of all, Uh, in a very, very short time, this thing became global. You know, the Second World War was a process. It was not global at the beginning. At the end, obviously, because of its ramification and, and, and economic ruin, it became global. But this started as a global crisis. So everybody is affected. You know, where I come from, uh, there is a say that uh, everybody's problem is half a consolation. <laughs> so, you know, it's not just you. Uh, it happens to everybody, but we're all in this together. We're all uh, had been uh, gotten uh, the proverbial batosta in the head. Uh, we have to change our standards. We have to change the way we look at global economy. We have, we have to, we have to change, uh, you know, healthcare system in the world. We have, you know, this is, these are long problems that just come to the surface in very, very short time and in a very concentrated matter. So untangling this is not a simple proposition because right now, frankly, we're all in shock. We're all in shock. We're afraid of everything at the moment. We're not ready to take our destiny and move to the next place. But when we do, we're definitely going to have a different outlook on life. And, and especially in this age of technology, where everybody knows everything and everybody is connected, the small fire becomes a huge fire in very short time, and hopefully in a positive way. Ale, I want to ask you something which is a bit, a bit more related specifically about your business, the job you do, talking about turning point and changes. We saw a time when hotels, they used to be designed like houses, Then lately the trend was to get your house designed like a hotel. Do you think that this trend will reverse uh, given that we are spending way more time now into our houses uh, and social and uh, private life now is pivoting on that? I don't think the trend will necessarily reverse, right? I mean, uh, yes, it's true. We saw the time where, you know, you want to design the hotel as a home and, and vice versa. But uh, as I said before, um, in, in my opinion, like, you know, design is a, a process that goes and to respond to certain needs. And I think that after this period, uh, our needs will probably change. So everyone will have new desire like uh, for their home or when they travel and they will have to fulfill different needs when you know they decide on which hotel to stay 
or on um, choosing their next apartment. So I don't think it's a necess necessarily a reverse. It's more like, I think, um, uh, what uh, you experience during this time and what you miss or what you are like, you realize that is important that uh, you might not have today and before you were not missing because it was covered by the fact that you don't need to stay locked in, in one place. You can go out and you can experience and vice versa when you travel, right? So I don't know, maybe in the hotel uh, we will see more of uh, private space, uh, not only like on luxury hotel, you know? So even in a different level of uh, hospitality, um, there will be more VIP lounge, exclusive lounge, that they're not necessarily like for VIP people as we, as we intend today, but it's more because people will want to have more of a private uh, space or they will feel more comfortable in, in what before was not really what they wanted. And as, as well as like for your private house, you know, for, my, for your home. Uh, before maybe was not, uh, it depends also I think where you live. Like in my own experience, for example, living in New York, uh, you know, I, I thought a few months back, maybe I'll, I'll move, I'll change for a new apartment. I'll still want to do that probably, but um, I would probably change maybe what I'm looking, my criteria, you know, like after staying for so long at home, uh, I for sure need like uh, some, some lights and uh, I cannot have a garden, but who knows, maybe I will want a little balcony, I don't know, or maybe I will think about a different neighborhood. So I think it will, uh, it will really depends on what you experience and what you feel like you might want for your future and you, it becomes important. So as Adam was saying also, you know, it will change our attitude, it will change uh, our priorities and, and this is how we will have new needs and new requests and uh, the designer will have to respond to these uh, new needs and new requests. We are talking a lot about changes, but what's the core value that no matter what you are not willing to compromise? For us, I, I would say authenticity. Wouldn't you agree, Alessia? Yeah, yeah, I share it. And... Um, Maybe I think, uh, I don't know if it's a real like uh, value uh, per se, but it's probably more who we are, like is uh, creativity. I don't think we, uh, um, we want to turn off our imagination or, you know, stop to learn, grow and create it. So I think we will keep that to value for sure. And Adam, uh... What is the advice that you would give if you had in front of you the young yourself at the beginning of your career? At this moment? Yeah. Listen first and wash your hands for 20 seconds minimum. <laughs> Very on the point. Very appropriate to the moment. <laughs> You know that now I think you used to say count uh, to ten before uh, say something. I think if you wash your hand for twenty seconds, <laughs> it's the same, right? It is uh, healthier, healthier. <laughs> no, so you have to think about the twenty seconds. So it yeah. takes time, and you don't say anything, which is good. You know, don't <laughs> say everything. You just come to your mouth. Think about, it, listen first, wash your hands for twenty seconds, and then speak. I heard it is the time of singing two happy birthday songs in your mind. Something like that, yeah. That's the time that you need to watch your Well, we actually have uh, two birthdays today in our company, so yeah. it's very appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> 
Look, we know that both of you are somehow in love with Italy, but Ali, this is your country. And you are living in New York and stuck in New York in this moment. What do you miss the most? Well, um, this time of the year, there is one thing that I definitely miss and gonna miss about Italy, which is uh, Salone. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> you see, it's such an important, I think, event for our community, for the design industry and for everyone. And, you know, I, I think it would have happened like next week, sometimes like next week, 21st, 22nd, and would have been the yeah. time where I was meeting you and everyone else. So, you know, that's for sure the thing I'm going to miss the most about uh, this year in Italy. Of course, my family, my friends, they're all there, but you know, with my family, I even talk uh, too much right now. I shouldn't say, <laughs> but uh, you know, I have to, every day, so before I used to go to the office, at least yeah. I had an excuse, now I'm at home, like, uh, you know, so, so yeah, that's what I miss. I follow it. And I have uh, little tears, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> so we are close to the end of this interview and uh, can we wrap it up with one lesson learned so far by this time well um, I think it's amazing to see um, how eager the, the entire world is to stay connected and to remind each other that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that is always very, very uplifting to me. Hmm? Ali? Uh, well, for me, I think uh, one of the things I, I learned and uh, uh, that in this time is that um, we are like uh, only as strong as uh, our team. I mean, uh, is, uh, you know, uh, togetherness, support each other, share the same vision. And uh, it is... Um, one of uh, the most important value and uh, it can uh, change really the perspective and help in this, uh, in this time. So for me, that's for sure something I'm experiencing and learning every day. And I want to close with uh, a personal question. What, what would be the first thing that you will do once this quarantine is over? Oh, for me, it's very easy. I'm gonna grab my kids, give them a big, big, big hug and take them for a spectacular Italian dinner at my friend Francesco Antonucci's restaurant. <laughs> Adam, can I come? Of because, course. You know, you're, you're, <laughs> it's like, I, would, I would love to, to join. You, you, are, you are family, Alessia. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, so first things, I'm going to join Adam and, you know, and uh, take the egg and uh, which I miss it because I'm completely by myself here. So, and uh, a good meal um, prepared by someone else, uh, I'll take it. And probably like after that, uh, the first things I'll do, if I can still move, will be go for a run. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was, it was a very interesting conversation and thank you for, for being with us. And uh, I do hope really again to see you in Dubai or in Milano very soon, maybe in occasion. Or, or in New York. Or, or in New York. Why not in New York? Even though thank I you. expect that I guess that this thing, it will be the last, the one lasting longer. The, uh, the ban from traveling and the problem of traveling and crossing. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Thank you, Matteo.
Thank you. Thank you, Matteo. Thank you for everything. Thank you. Um, Hi.